Welcome to Publishing Dribble, the podcast that breaks the rules and helps you kickstart your career as a successful nonfiction author and entrepreneur. I'm your host, Melina Benson. Welcome to another episode of Publishing Ripple. So in this episode, my guest is Damon Courtney, who was a coder for decades until he, being a new fantasy writer himself, stumbled upon a need for author tools no one was catering to. He then went on to develop those tools, and uh, which is now which are now available to indie authors under the brand name Book Funnel. Welcome to the show, Damon. Hi, thank you guys for having me. I'm gonna let you tell a bit more about your story yourself. Okay. So we're talking about my bio and how I have been a programmer for decades. I'm I'm not that old, you know. I'm I'll be 48 this year. But I I started programming when I was seven. My dad brought home this little computer that that nobody, I mean, back then, nobody really even knew what to do with them, right? My dad bought it because somebody probably convinced him that, oh, you definitely need a home computer. And it, there it sat in our living room. And it was one that you actually plugged into a TV. It didn't even come with a monitor or any of the things that we think about today. But I was the only one who was interested in it. I, it came with this big floppy book that taught you how to program in this language called BASIC. And I just thought that was the coolest thing that I could build stuff, right? So there was this part of me in my in my brain that always, I, I like making things, you know, as a creator, right? I didn't, I always looked at my programming as just sort of like, oh, that's something fun that I like to do, right? Never really considered myself a creator. But then, you know, as time went on, I ended up, I still play Dungeons and Dragons, right? And I have my whole life. I actually play with the same people that I played with when I was 13 years old. Like we're still a group that plays and gets together and plays regularly. Oh, and cool. I am, <laughs> and I, yeah, it's, it's wonderful. They're, they're my best friends in the world. We all have kids. We're all older. So not nearly as, as playing as often as we did when we were teenagers and lonely and had no girlfriends and didn't have anything else to do. But I am in, in our group, what is known as the forever DM, which is the, the forever dungeon master. So other people will take up the mantle sometimes, but generally I am the one who runs the games, right? Which if you've never played Dungeons and Dragons before, the Dungeon Master is a storyteller. They tell you what is happening. The players then tell you what they're going to do. And then you respond and say, oh, well, if you're going to do that, then this is what happens, right? Which really is exactly like being a writer. And in fact, I've, I've heard writers and I know myself in my books that I wrote, sometimes your characters, even the ones in your own head, do things that you didn't plan for them to do right you've meticulously i'm a plotter right so i've plotted out like oh and then they're going to do this and they're going to do this and then i sit down and i start writing it and one character says this and i go why did he say that well she's going to say that in response to that right so right i hear it from writers all the time that their characters own them that they don't they, they're just there kind of dictating the story that's being told to them and so that's a lot of what a dungeon master is being like so when self-publishing came along, you know, I'd always sort of had this secret dream that, well, I'd love to be a writer. That would be, you know, that would be, that would be cool. That would be really neat. But, you know, uh, back in the day you would go and you'd pick up, you know, you'd read a book, like, how do I get a book published? And you'd have to go read someone else's book because uh, we didn't have the internet. And, you know, it tells you, oh, well, you're going to write this book and then you're going to send it out to all these agents and then nobody's going to take it. And you're going to spend years and years toiling away. And maybe one day you'll get lucky and someone will anoint you and, and publish your book. And I thought, well, that sounds like a huge waste of time. I don't want to do that, right? And, and, and one of the things I loved about being a programmer was anything I could dream up, I could code it. I could write it, and I could make a 
thing out of it. And I didn't need anyone's permission. And I didn't need anyone's approval to tell me you can't make code like that or you can't make that that thing. I would just go and do it. I tried to write. I built games when I was a kid. They weren't very good. But, you know, I but nobody could say, no, you can't do that. You can't just write games. Um, and so uh, along came, I think, 2010, my wife bought me my first Kindle for Christmas. And uh, reluctantly, because she knew that I was going to spend a lot of our money buying books. I've, I've been a <laughs> lifelong reader my whole life of fantasy. And um, I read some of the books that were on my to-be-read pile, which were all sort of traditionally published authors that I've read for years, and I still read. But um, when I got done with those, I, I was thought, oh, I need something else to publish. I need something else to read. So I, I went scrolling through, and I found a book for $3, an ebook, Three bucks. Sweet. You know, for a kid who even paperbacks were $7 when I was a kid. You know, if you bought a, a mass market paperback, you would pay 5 or 6 or $7 from the, from the bookstores. So I thought $3 for a book was awesome. Well, it turned out to be a self-published fantasy novel that, that I didn't even know self-publishing was a thing, right? Um, I got to the end and the author's note at the back of the book was just like, oh, hey, thank you for reading. I've always blah, 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 blah. And I, I immediately, like this light bulb went off and I said, wait a minute, you can, just, you can just put your own books up? Like you can just publish them up on Amazon? I hadn't even known, didn't even know about Barnes and Noble and Kobo and, and Google Play and all the rest of the world that existed, right? Just that sudden thought that, you could write a book and you could just put it out there yourself. You didn't need anyone's permission and anyone's approval. And suddenly it was like that feeling that I had when I, when I wrote software was that I can just make a thing the, the way that I wanted and I can put it out there in the world and see if people like it. And that to me was just fantastic. So I ended up writing and publishing my own fantasy trilogy before I went on to found Book Funnel. Yeah. And let's just uh, make sure that all listeners are aware what is a book funnel. <laughs> so there's so the word book funnel, if you separate it into two words, was a marketing term that authors started using. That is a, a a play on the old the traditional marketing funnel, which is a really simple idea. If you imagine a funnel, it's big at the top, it's small at the bottom, and you need to get people in more, lots of people into the top, so that some of those people will funnel out to the bottom. In marketing, you would do things like, oh, hey, come in for a free chicken sandwich. And then, you know, while you're here, you're going to buy a meal. Right. And then hopefully you fall in love with our restaurant. And you'll keep coming back. Right. That's so in the case of, uh, of authors, that book funnel is I'm going to I'm going to do something. I'm going to give you what we call a reader magnet or a lead magnet, some kind of free short story or something, because I want to pull you into my funnel. And then hopefully doo -doo 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 -doo, you're going to fall off the bottom and you're going to buy my books. Right. And And really what we want is we want to lead you along that journey from becoming a casual reader to a fan to a super fan. And the super fan is somebody who's going to buy all your books forever and ever, you know, everything that you write. I I have I am a super fan of authors that I've been reading since I was a 12-year-old kid, right? I still read the everything they publish. I buy that book because I'm a super fan of those authors. Book Funnel with with capital B capital F no space is the company that I founded that my wife and I run together and um, I built it because the all the prevailing wisdom at the time, you know, I, I <laughs> don't do what I did, which was I wrote three books and then I never looked at how to market them or sell them. I was just writing them and publishing. I mean, you can do that if that's your path, but um, it also might be good as an indie author to kind of learn how to market books and, and make that a part of the process from the beginning, not an afterthought. Uh, for me, it was an afterthought. And, and honestly, for a lot of people back in those days, I say those days, 2011. Um, it was because in some cases, in some 
ways you really could just kind of flop a book out there for 99 cents and it would get thousands of sales, right? It was just, it was a magical time where they, the gold rush days or whatever, right? Um, but now um, it's a lot harder. There are a lot more books coming out, but it, it's not impossible. There are more authors today making money as indies than than there ever has been in the traditional world that came before it. So yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I was- I, I just want a few a few comments there. Sorry, I'm mm -hmm. interrupting you. No, no worries. First of all, what you just said there last, that actually there was a new survey released from Create recently. I know that we were, you and me were at the same conference where it was presented the first time in London. Uh, and it actually shows that while traditionally published authors are making quite a lot less money than they used to, it's the opposite for self-published authors. And mm -hmm. uh, well, perhaps thanks to some of the tools that you offer, <laughs> who knows? <laughs> Uh, but it, but anyways, I just want to mention that that uh, we now you are a fantasy writer, so we kind of started in the fiction, uh, in, in the fiction part of the of the author world. Mm -hmm. uh, but a, quite a lot of the listeners are also nonfiction authors, so we have quite a, a lot of emphasis on that. And when we talk a book funnel, there it, a book funnel even goes beyond the books themselves. So mm -hmm. we're quite often trying to attract people to buy our, our other more profitable services sure. and products. Um, but but a lot of what we're talking about here is the exact same thing. I just want to make sure that listeners know that that this is relevant for, for any kind of author. Oh, absolutely. We have lots of nonfiction authors that use BookFunnel. In fact, some of the tools that we've built have been specifically built with nonfiction authors in mind. Um, fiction authors in the last couple of years have really started rolling into um, have started discovering this idea of selling direct, right? Building your website and selling your paperbacks, your audiobooks, your ebooks directly to readers. Nonfiction authors have been doing that their whole lives, right? And in fact, yes. it's very, very common in the nonfiction world, even with just a single book, to build a whole website around this one book because you are likely, as a nonfiction author, you're out there doing speaking gigs, you're doing engagements. And people want to go and buy that book because in the nonfiction world, people are discovering you because they have a problem they need solved and you have the answer to that problem. Uh, so when they go and they Google search and, they, you know, whereas fiction authors, I'm sorry, fiction readers are likely to go look at Amazon or Kobo or wherever they read books. They're not going to go Googling for books, right? You don't just go to Google and go, what's a good fantasy book to read? I guess some people do, but for the most part, I, most of the readers I know don't. Whereas in nonfiction, if your your problem is like me in those early days and like, how do I publish a book? I, I'm literally going to go type that into Google and say, how do I publish a book? And if you have the book that is the authority on that, I'm going to get to your website and you are going to be the, the author that's teaching me how to publish a book. By the way, there are lots of places out there that teach you how to publish books, lots of courses, all kinds of stuff, right? Yeah. But the nonfiction authors that are on BookFunnel, so what BookFunnel does, back to your original question. What BookFunnel, what I built it for, and what it really does is delivering ebooks and audiobooks outside of the traditional stores, like you would think. You know, if you if you put your your ebook up on Amazon, somebody goes to Amazon and buys it. Amazon is going to take care of getting that book to their Kindle, to their Kindle app, or however it is that they're going to read it. But if you are doing something like selling directly from your website, well, you don't know what device the reader has that they want to read on. It could be their iPhone, could be their iPad, could be an Android, could be a Kindle, a Kobo, who knows, right? Yeah. So BookFunnel is completely platform agnostic. Whatever device you have, we're going to help you get the book onto that device. And that is because we want to be able to sell 
we want our authors, BookFunnel doesn't sell anything except BookFunnel itself. We want our authors to be able to sell and deliver everywhere in the world to every device that a reader might have in their hand. Whereas Amazon is obviously only interested in getting books to their own devices and their own apps, except that they're not available everywhere in the world, right? You, you can't sell to every single country in the world when you are using stores and platforms. They, they have a lot of reach. Kobo has, you know, 100 something or 80 something countries that they reach. Um, Amazon reaches a lot fewer because they're focused on the countries where they're going to make more money. But especially as a nonfiction author, you don't know where your book is going to really take off. It might be that you've written this really fantastic book that Italians just love. And so being able to buy direct and knowing that BookFunnel can handle the, the delivery of all your digital. I want to be clear that we don't do paperbacks, but there are lots of great companies that do. So when you're selling direct, whatever you sell, BookFunnel is going to make sure that we get it to their device and they can read it the way that they want to. I'm also thinking a little bit about the, the, the timeline. I'm just about to publish my third book, which is about how to become a nonfiction author. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, and and one of the one of the um, problems that I, or not a problem, but it's always there's always a little bit of a dilemma there. You want uh, arc readers. We can explain what those are in a second. You want you want to be able to have people read it before you publish, so that they can give review when it comes out. But you don't want to share the actual file yet with right. them. That's sometimes a problem, uh, or. If you want to test out a title uh, and see if your audience would resonate with that title without having put it up on Am Amazon, for example, uh, mm -hmm. then you could publish it with uh, maybe even with different titles, run different uh, uh, streams of traffic to those landing pages and see which one converts the best. And that's your book title. So I also see that there are, it opens up for, for uh, the possibility of, of uh, testing more out before even publishing. Sure. And this is part, this is going back to that book funnel that we were talking about. Um, we tell authors that, that our tools work really great for building and testing your funnel because the, the thing is, is that you want to make sure that before you start spending a lot of money, let's say you're going to run ads or you're going to do, you're going to be spending money on, on um, advertising you want to make sure that you have all of these tw things tweaked and perfect, especially in the nonfiction world where, um, I mean, you can run Facebook ads and just light money on fire. It it it, it may not do you any good. Um, BookFunnel has tools that allow you to do things like you talk about. You can upload two copies of the book with different book covers, with different titles, different book covers, run Facebook ads to each one. Which one converts better? What do people respond to when they see your ads? Are more people clicking on this title? Are more people clicking on that title? Even if you're using the same title, do more people click on this book cover? Do more people click on this book cover? Getting a lot of those things right, getting a lot of those details right is really important because when you finally release the book and now you're asking people to pay you real money to buy it, you want to make sure that you've kind of tweaked and perfected all of those little things because, you know, they, they say every step of the way is, is a place where you can lose somebody. Right. If the cover is doesn't match people's expectations, it's not or it doesn't interest them. If the if the title doesn't look like something they're interested in or in the case of nonfiction, if the title doesn't accurately describe what it is you're selling. Right. You come up with some really cutesy title like, you know, books are awesome. OK, great. But as, as a nonfiction, I need to know what your book is going to do for me. And so having tested all of these things, 
Yeah, Amazon, they don't give you tools like that. They're not going to let you do A-B testing where you can test different covers and different titles and all of that sort of stuff. BookFunnel, you can upload as many books and create as many different landing pages. You can test the tagline, the book description, all of that stuff. You can have any numerable copies of the same thing and then try either with your list, with your ARC list. You can even send it out to your ARC readers and say, which one of these resonates with you? Which one sounds better to you, right? I see that all the time, especially authors with new books and new book covers. If you're a newer author, I mean, the authors out there that's got 30 books, they're pretty confident that they're doing a decent job with their covers. But sometimes I still see them like, which of these two covers really works for you? And they ask their readers, right? The people that actually love your books, which one works for you? Yeah. So uh, what are some of the unique tools that uh, the book funnel platform provides? So I built it originally so that we could, so that I could deliver my own reader magnet. I wanted to build my, my mailing list and I had a short story that I'd written. Well, that turned into a long novella, but I had written this novella and I thought, oh, this, you know, I'll give this away for free as an enticement to, to get people to join my newsletter. And I put that in the back of all my books and I put it up on my newsletter. And anyway, that was why I built it um, so that, that, that I could deliver my, my reader magnet. I didn't want to put it in Amazon and every place else. This was a free thing that I was going to give just to say thank you for joining my list. Since that time, we have built, I mean, all kinds of features. BookFunnel launched about eight years ago. So you talk about ARCs, which are advanced reader copies. So sending out those advanced copies before the book is published, that's not something you can really do um, on any of the stores. Once you publish and you make the book available to everybody, it's out there. It's in the world. Anybody can buy it. Anybody can do it. But to really put your marketing muscle forward, you want to make sure that you have a lot of these things in place before the book launches. And this is what ARCs are for. This is something that, by the way, that's been done in the traditional industry forever. They would send out review copies and then they would get editorial reviews from Kirkus or the New York Times and things like that. So that as they put the paperbacks out, which back in the day, we didn't have eBooks, you know, it would have this glowing, you know, quote on the back. These are the best books ever. The New York Times book review, right? All of those things have to be done in advance. Um, so we built a feature called Certified Mail that allows you to send out copies of your book to an advanced team. And, and sometimes that can be a really tight team of people that you've worked with. Other times it's a list of bloggers that you have talked to and have said, yeah, I'll, I'll review your book. Why don't you give me a copy? And so Certified Mail allows you to send an individual copy of the book to each person that is just for them. And you talk about, you know, uh, security and wanting to make sure that your books are not going to get out there into the world. And over the years, we've built lots of features around that. The, the simplest uh, ones that we've built, like for things like certified mail, are you can watermark your copies so that they, they have the reader's name and email address in, actually embedded inside the book. This is what we call social DRM or, you know, basically trying to stop sharing by shaming. So mm -hmm. if you go and you share this and you upload my site, my, my ARC to a piracy site, well, your name is in there. So we're going we're gonna to know you did it. Um, yeah. And then we also added a feature just this last year. This is a year. real worry that many authors has. And for that it reason is. alone, they don't share their, their files with anyone, which means they cannot get that feedback before publishing. Right. And this was something that that, that I, I tell I say all the time is we build our features at BookFunnel based on what our authors are telling us. When our authors are emailing us and saying it would be really great if we had this tool, then we look at that and we try to figure out how can we build that? How can we make that so that our authors can benefit from it? Watermarks came about because of that. Authors were saying, 
I, I really want this to, I, I want to send my book out there, but I don't want people to, to pirate it. So watermarking was the first one. The second one that we came up with, which took a lot more effort, we, we built our own app. You can go download the BookFunnel app for your, for iOS or Android, or you can go read, um, you can read in your browser. Once we had built our own app, then we launched a feature called restricted delivery, where you can say, I want to send this book to these people, but I do not want them to be able to download it outside of the BookFunnel app. So they can read it, do their reviews, do all of their advanced copies within the BookFunnel app, but they don't get a file that they can then share with other people. And that comes back to the same thing authors were saying, especially with their arcs. You know, if you you put a reader magnet out there, a free short story that you're giving away, and then somebody pirates it, well, that that sucks. But the point of the reader magnet was to be free and kind of be out there for people to read it anyway. So it's not that great of a loss. But when you're talking about an arc, you're talking about your brand new book that no one has ever seen. And the worst feeling in the world is that it got pirated before you even had a chance to put it up and publish it. And that just that's a, just a really crap feeling for authors because they've worked so hard. And we do see that a lot. Authors who stop doing advanced review copies because somebody somewhere would take a copy and go put it out there in the world and they hadn't even had a chance to publish it. This really happens a lot if you are a more popular author and you're deep in a series, right? Because there's so many readers out there that want to read it. And here you've just, you haven't even published book 15. You send it out to your ARC team and somehow it's made it out on piracy sites. So we built the restricted delivery to say, nope, no, 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 no. There's no files. You don't get to share files with other people. This is your copy and your copy only. Is there a feature to, to how many downloads only for so many people can get it or for this amount of time. Are there some sure. uh, features there as well? So for certified mail, which is we specifically built for advanced reader copy delivery, everybody gets their own individual download link and those expire when you say. So if you if you run your, we, we call it a campaign, if you run your email campaign for two weeks, at the end of that two weeks, those links are dead. And if they didn't, if they didn't download it, that link is is expired and doesn't exist anymore. We have lots of other features for downloads. And yes, you can create you can create a download page for and send it out to people and say, this is only good for 10 copies. And when 10 copies are downloaded, that's it. The link is dead. Or you can say, you can do both. You can say, this link is good for 100 copies, or I want it to expire on August 31st because my book comes out September 1st. So after the book is launched, I don't want any more advanced copies. You, you had your chance. Now you okay. can go buy the book. So you can say, hey, if it reaches 100 copies or it hits August 31st, whichever one it hits first, boom, the link is dead and no more downloads happen. I'm guessing I could also use that uh, for a, like a launch competition for mm -hmm. giveaways as well. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, we see that a lot with uh, so you can create a giveaway that has we've seen authors do timed giveaways where this giveaway is only good until the end of today. This giveaway is only good for five copies. And so they'll go into their Facebook group and they'll say, hey, everybody, the book launched today. Um, here's a special little treat for the first five people. Here's a link where you can get a free copy and they'll give away five copies. And as soon as it has five downloads, one, two, three, four, five, boom, book funnel shuts the link down instantly so that five people get the book and you can do these cool little fun giveaways. You can say, oh, hey, this weekend I'll do it again. And then you put out another little link. And maybe you can even put out just one free copy. Um, we see uh, we see authors doing that with, you know, A, I've launched a book. There's 20 free copies available to the first ones who sign up. And it, it really is first come, first serve. Once it hits 20, the link is dead. Yeah. Uh, and I, and, I, and I, I'm sitting with this uh, feeling that 
so many authors, they 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 care about their message. They really don't care about all of the practical stuff <laughs> to yeah. either market it or to uh, to for the distribution part. All of that. That's just like a, a hurdle, something they have to do, <laughs> something they have to overcome. So uh, even if they could build some of this on their own website, it would just take forever to make this this these features <laughs> work, like a countdown, for example, and you would have to manually take it down. And this just sounds like something that could save them so much time. Uh, I'm guessing the user interface will be amazing for authors. <laughs> it is. Uh, well, I like to think so because I'm the one who built it. But uh, yeah. I also have my wife who's much, much better at user interface design than I am. So um, she goes over everything before it gets uh, before it gets in front of authors. But, you know, th all of these tools we built uh, over the last eight years, they really did come from our authors who had a need and said, hey, uh, when we launched, we were nothing but a download page. Right. It, it really was just here's a link. You give it to people. You could set a download limit on it. You could set an expiration date. Those were like two features that were in from the very beginning. But mm. certified mail, the, the advanced reader copy delivery um, signups like you couldn't do. You, you would do the sign up on your MailChimp form and then we would deliver the book. Uh, we didn't do our own signups, but we added that not long after we launched because authors were saying, well, I mean, that's cool, but I really would rather just do everything through you. So now you have sign up pages, you have download pages, you have advanced reader copies. Oh, we have a little, it's a tiniest little feature, but when we built certified mail, we also, also built a feature called gift a book and nonfiction authors use this a lot. You run into people, you meet people and they say, oh, and you know, I'm, I, it, you tell them about your book and they're excited about it. And you say, you know what, let me send you a free copy. What's your email address? And all you do is pop out your phone, type in their email address, hit send and boom, it will send them a link that's just for them to download their copy of the book. And you can't do that anywhere else. You can go on Amazon and buy sort of, kind of maybe buy a gift copy and send it to somebody, but yeah. it doesn't work the way that you think it works. And it only works no. in certain countries. And if you send them a link and they're in the UK or they, they get the book before it arrives. <laughs> yeah, no, it doesn't, it, it doesn't really work at all. And it's, it's one of those where as an engineer, I I'm thinking to myself, why hasn't they have made that better? That that seems like that should be a better process. But Amazon is not in the business of giving away books, right? That's not yeah. what they do. They no. sell books and that's all they're interested in doing. Whereas yeah. BookFunnel is a service that is interested in helping authors sell more books. But we recognize that sometimes giving away a free book is a great marketing tool to bring in more sales. And Amazon has always looked at uh, other retailers too, but Amazon, especially, they won't let you make a book free on their platform. The only way you can do it is by getting by this trickery runaround where you get them to match the price that you've set somewhere else. And it's like, I have very valid reasons for setting my book free because I'm using this book, this short story, this novella as a marketing tool to get people into my funnel. And yeah. then I'm going to sell them the rest of the books. And yeah. I want you, Amazon, whoever's selling my book, please help me. Please let me do the things that I want to do so that I can sell more books. So everything we built at BookFunnel is always around helping authors get out there and sell more books. Yeah, I'm thinking for nonfiction authors, having a, like a, a free copy of my book as the reader magnet, like a lead, more like a lead magnet for whatever they're selling in their business. That used to be a, a quite expensive strategy 
because mm-hmm. it would have to be printed copies that you send. There was no other way you could send an ebook without sending the actual file. Right. Um, so, so it ha- would have to be printed. The, the, therefore, it wasn't really free. It was free plus shipping. Uh, and, and and I'm not in the, the U.S. And for this reason, every time I sign up for the one of those, I have to pay like import taxes and it's <laughs> anything but free. But I do it anyway because I get some of the bonuses. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, and, and we see with nonfiction authors, you know, for a lot of them, the book that they've written, the ebook that they've published is is really the lead to get you to go to their talks or to hire them as a speaker, right? So yes. they actually don't care to sell the book at all. That is no. not the purpose of why they wrote the book. And so uh, we BookFunnel added audiobook delivery a few years ago as well. So now authors can do ebook and audiobook delivery. Everything I've talked about that you can do with ebooks, you can now also do with audiobooks. So we have nonfiction authors that have their ebook and their audiobook, and they're all available for free from their website and in perpetuity, right? They just say, yeah. look, you can just have my book for free because that's not where I'm making my money. I'm making my money because somebody reads that book and says, my God, this, this person is amazing. We need to hire them to come in and speak to our company and you get the speaking gig. That is the, so that that's the funnel, right? Is the, the yeah. book is out there actually as the magnet. And you get the customer data. You don't get that on Amazon. When you sell no. something on Amazon, you don't you don't know who bought it. You just know how many bought it. Maybe, and you just have to trust the Maybe. numbers. You have no idea. If you can guess, yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm guessing I'm guessing that part is uh, some somehow audited by someone. Let Let's just trust that's the case. Let's hope. <laughs> let's hope. Whereas yes, on BookFunnel yeah. you have we we at BookFunnel our motto is it's all it's your data, not ours. So we don't mine our data for anything. Like we don't mine your readers and go, oh, hey, we could send them some advertising. We could send them a bonus. Nothing. We don't do that. We give them what you tell us to give them and they're your readers. So if a reader comes in and claims a copy of your free book, you get their email address. You get that data because that's going to help you sell more books. And that's what we care about. Yeah. I saw that one thing we haven't quite mentioned specifically is that a I can also create landing pages on BookFunnel with custom domain, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, absolutely. So, so for even for anyone who has like a business website and they, they would like a separate website for the book, uh, that might be a really good option as well. Sure. Like I have DamonJCourtney.com is my, is my fantasy name. And let's say I had a free book that I, that my reader magnet that I give to anybody, right? Anybody who wants to sign up to my list can get it for free. So I might have signup.damonjcourtney.com. That page is actually hosted by BookFunnel, but it's just a landing page that has a signup and it has my book cover and has my description and all the stuff and a little button that says, get my cop, get my free copy, download my copy, whatever you want it to say, right? We, we give you the flexibility to adjust all of that stuff. But yes, the domain still belongs to you. It says it has your name right there. If you put a QR code in the back of your paperback, if you put a link in the back of the book, it's not some gobbledygook link. It just says, you know, sign up.damonjcourtney.com. And when they go to that, what's cool is you can also change where that page points to. So you might offer a reader magnet for a while, but later decide, I've got a different magnet now. I'm offering something different. The link doesn't change. Sign up.damonjcourtney.com still goes back to BookFunnel, but you've changed which magnet it points to. So I, I actually really encourage every author to set up a custom domain, which doesn't, it, it's available on all the plans. It doesn't cost you anything extra, 
And the reason is because when BookFunnel creates a landing page by default, we're going to give you a bookfunnel.com landing page link, which is, is fine if that works for most people. But hopefully you'll never cancel your BookFunnel account. I say that as the guy who runs BookFunnel. But if later on you decide, yeah, I don't need BookFunnel anymore. I don't want to do that anymore. The link that you've given people that you put in the back of your book or that you have on your website points back to BookFunnel. Now you've changed your, your business and the way you're doing things. That link is dead. It doesn't go anywhere anymore. So yeah. if you own the link, like signup.myawesomebook.com, then when you decide to stop using BookFunnel, you just point that domain somewhere else. And all those links out there are still alive and they're going exactly where you want them to go. So, I mean, it's, I'm basically telling you how you could abandon BookFunnel later if you want to. But yeah. as an author, as an indie author myself, I mean, you think about when you sell an ebook or you print a paperback, that book is out there forever, right? You don't know that somebody's going to put that on their shelves. Five years later, they read your book and yeah. they pick it up on the shelf. They go, oh, this is really great. They get to the end and there's some link that's been there for five years and it's yeah. now dead. You're not even doing that. You're not using that service anymore. If you own the domain, then it always points back to you and wherever you want it to point. Yeah, that domain, that, that domain is an asset. And uh, I, t I talk about this, about ownership quite a lot, so much that I actually wrote, where is it there, a book about it. <laughs> 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 it's about web free and, and ownership as well. Uh, Absolutely. But, but, yeah, that, I, I really feel that, that authors need to own their own assets. So entrepreneurs in general need to own their own assets. Uh, and, and this is one of the reasons why I'm so much in favor of self-publishing, that we, we own the book. We should also own that domain. So... Um, before we come to the end, I want, I would like your take on where do you see that most authors go wrong? Um, I would say the, the two biggest things that I see that authors are, are going wrong on BookFunnel is number one, if you are signing up to BookFunnel, so we have a feature called group promo. We, we have promotional features where you can join with other authors and find new readers. So, um, if you're in nonfiction, you know, we're talking about nonfiction a lot. Um, if you write self-help books, there are promos where there are other authors that write self-help and we're all going to work together and we're going to give away a free copy of whatever our magnet is because we're trying to build up our lists. Um, that's great. It's a it's a fantastic feature and it works well for most of our authors. But what I see them doing is, and I, I see this a lot, even if you're building your list organically, if you have a website out there and you're building up your newsletter, people are joining your list either in a trickle or in a deluge, either way. The biggest mistake I see is that you're building that list and you're not using it. You're not talking to them. You know, some authors look at their list as whenever I have a new book, I go to my list and I announce that I have a new book, except yeah. that if you're not writing a book a month, then you're basically once or twice a year, you're hitting up this list and all you're telling them is buy my book, buy my book, buy my book. And that's not why people join your list, right? I, I mean, I may have wanted to learn about your new book, but I wanted to learn about you and I was more interested in your writing. So I see that mistake a lot. It, if you're going to go out and you're actually going to put the effort in to build a list, email them at least once a month, you know, find something to talk about. Um, if you're in nonfiction, talk about the thing that you are an expert in. That's why they're there. They joined your list because your magnet was attractive or because they read your book. They want to hear more from you. They want to they hear what you have to say on this subject. You are an authority for them on that subject. That's number one mistake. Number two is, um, I see this more in fiction, and I, I don't actually think it's a huge mistake in nonfiction. 
Um, more and more, I've seen authors moving into selling direct when they only have one or two books out and they don't have much of an audience. And and selling direct is is a harder road to hoe because you are you don't have an audience. So you're trying to pull that audience in and you're trying to get them to buy directly from your website rather than from Amazon or Kobo or Barnes and Noble, which is a retailer that they already trust. Nonfiction, I, 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 we have a lot of nonfiction authors who have built a direct selling apparatus around a single book, right? They, yeah. they, they're not sending people to their author branded website. They actually have a website that is just for that one book because they've built a whole brand around that one book. And in that case, I don't actually think that selling direct is a mistake, um, especially as as BookFunnel had launched audiobooks. That has been a huge driver of direct sales because, you know, you put your ebook. Uh, I'm sorry, you put your ebook up on Amazon and without getting into the nitty gritties, but basically you're going to get 70 percent of the sale. You sell the book for ten dollars, you're going to get seven dollars and Amazon gets three dollars. And for the most part, authors are OK with that. That that seems like, you know, we'd all like more money. We'd all like 85 percent or 90 percent. but Giving Amazon 30% for the job of, of doing what they do is generally palatable to most indie authors. On the Audible side, though, you go to sell your audiobook and Audible takes 75% of the sale. And it's not just 75% of the sale, it's 75% of whatever the reader paid for it. So you have professionally produced an audiobook that you feel is really a valuable thing that you want to sell for $25. Mm, that's not what Amazon sells it for. Amazon sells it for $12.95 and you get 25% of $12.95, which basically means you're giving your audiobooks away. So in selling direct, you're putting your audiobook up on your, or you're putting it up for sale on your own store. BookFunnel's handling the delivery for you and you're taking 95% of the profit. If you're selling a book for $20, if you're selling the audiobook for $20 on your website, you're paying a 30 cent transaction fee plus 3%. So what is that? 60 cents. You're paying 90 cents. So on a $20 book, you're taking home $19.10. That is far more attractive, obviously, for obvious reasons to authors, especially the ones who've, who've built their brand around this particular book or this thing that they are an expert in. And they narrated this book. You can hear me at reading this audiobook, And in nonfiction, audiobooks are huge in nonfiction. People listen to them in their cars on the way to work. Because they're, again, they've come to you because they have a problem and they're trying to solve the problem. And I'm currently sitting in my car stuck in traffic. You know what? It'd be a great time to be able to listen to a book and learn as I'm driving. Um, but Audible taking the, I mean, quite literally the lion's share of every single time you sell an audiobook is is not as palatable for a lot of authors. Yeah. And you don't get the cost of my data, just to repeat that. <laughs> also, want, yes, the data oh, is always the big one. Yeah, we want ownership and we want control. <laughs> so what is next for Books Funnel? Um, honestly, so the all the tools that we've really been working on in the last year have been around direct sales. And that is because that has really blown up in the indie sphere, right? Um, even even bigger publishers are getting into the game, right? You can actually go now to Random House's website and order books directly from them and they they print and drop ship them. That's not something that has ever happened, right? They the the traditional publishing industry was all about we send it to bookstores. If you want to buy our books, you need to go find it in a local bookstore somewhere. So even the big big guys are getting into this. No, no, no. We should have a direct relationship with our reader, and and that is really you know going back to the data, right? When I give a talk on direct sales, it is about money, but it's not all about the money, 
And and that's the thing that people focus on because they're they're missing that if you really want the money, you really need the data. Because if I know who's purchasing my books, I know that you purchased book one and you purchased book two, and now I have book three coming out. And hey, by the way, I just dropped you a little email that says, hey, book three is coming out tomorrow. Because I know that you already bought book one and book two. You are the most likely audience that is going to like book three. Or I know, for example, you got on my list because you got my free reader magnet. And then you haven't bought anything from my store. So, hey, guess what? This weekend, I'm having a huge sale. I'm selling a five-book box set for $5. I want to make sure that you get that notice that I'm putting that, that big discount up because I don't have any evidence that you've bought from my store before. But, man, five bucks for five books for five bucks is a really attractive author offer. And now you're getting even more data. Ah, now I know you bought the five books. Now I know that you're a buyer, that you will buy First, number one, you read my emails. Two, you click links in my emails. And three, you will buy direct from my store. That's a lot of really valuable data. Yeah. And the next the next level of that is exporting that list, using that as the basis for your ads campaigns. Exactly. So that uh, whatever you're showing your ads will find more people like them. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Damon, this has been great. Where can people go find more about you? Bookfunnel.com. We don't try to be clever place. about it. It's pretty easy. Uh, <laughs> and if you have any questions, if you if you listen to this and you have questions about something that we may or may not do, email support at bookfunnel.com. Our team is there and we're happy to help. Even if you don't have an account, we get questions all the time about things that have nothing related to Bookfunnel, things about publishing, questions about how should I produce my audiobook. We get we run the gamut, but our people are are really, really talented and are really steeped. We 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 keep on top of everything that's going on in the publishing industry. So um yeah, support at bookfunnel.com. You can email or just go to bookfunnel.com and browse around. This has been great, Damon. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. <laughs>